News Talk 1400 WOND invites you to get ready to laugh, learn, be inspired, and discuss the latest and greatest in hot topics, music, and more. It's time for Volume Up, the lifestyle radio revolution with Leslie Jasperson. Hi. Welcome to Volume Up, the lifestyle radio revolution. It's me, Leslie Jesperson, here with my girl, Charlie DeFebo. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. She's all decked out. So, um... It's our birthday! In case you didn't know, it's the birthday month, birthday weeks. Woo! Birthday month. Birthday Birthday month, month, because we're Leos, let's be real here. Charlie's Charlie's wearing a It's My Birthday headband. It actually looks like a cake decoration. Like, that looks like something that should be on cupcake. Cake decoration. This is like a line from Legally Blonde. Just like, you look like the 4th of July. Oh! (laughs) So kind, that's so Makes kind me want of you. a hot dog real bad. <laughs> <laughs> Only the Wiener Mobile were here. Oh man, missed opportunity. Should I put your this? Please head? put it on. Okay, it matches our invitation. So that's why I got them. In case you missed it, tonight is our July baby birthday bash at Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall and at Rhythm and Spirits. I didn't even tell you this yet. So they're actually doing a signature Charlie drink and a signature Leslie drink. As long as you have your wristband, you're going to get drink specials and you can get access to those cocktails at both Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall and Rhythm and Spirits. Oh, that's so awesome. So, uh, yay. So what's your Leslie drink? Oh, I forget. I forget. I, I gotta, I gotta like... Because I, I know like, what my Charlie drink is. My, oh, my yes. Charlie drink is. I, I emailed it to him, and they were they probably rolled their eyes, and they were like, of course, they pro- this is a Charlie that's exa- drink. Yeah, they absolutely got that, and they were like, this is exactly her. Mine's champagne and I think vodka, yeah. did I say? Yeah. And sugar with a lime. I mean, a lemon. I was like, this is okay. It's a bartender, a former bartender, Ugh, but also good for you. Okay, wait, got it. I'm looking up the emails. I, I, did you mean... A glass of champagne and a shot of vodka or champagne in vodka? (laughs) Five years ago, maybe. (laughs) No, this is just one. This is a cocktail. Gotcha. It's a cocktail. It's a lady drink. Gotcha. I found it. Vodka and simple with champagne and a lemon twist. Vodka vodka and simple. That's how you know it was made. Yeah. And what's yours? Silver tequila, club soda, splash of pineapple, salt rim, and a lime garnish. Okay. So that's like I knew you were going to do tequila. Margarita. I knew you were going to do tequila. Yeah. I've been on a, I've been uh, allowing myself tequila. Um, you look like a flower. <laughs> you look like you're blue. I've been called ha- worse. I know that you, I know you didn't necessarily want to take a picture I, my today. My hair has not been washed in a good six days. Can we wear them no tonight makeup then? On. All right. When they go with the theme of okay. our party, right? Okay. It's like a little headband put, with flowers all over I'll and a leg. Don't you want to get laid? Always. <laughs> I mean, yes, because it's a party and we're on radio. (laughs) And it says, it's my birthday. And the lace says, hooray. Hooray. Like, I don't, I think it, anyway, we look like flowers. I'm going to get my nails done after this. Should I wear this to the salon? (laughs) Good. (laughs) True support here. Volume up. Thank God. They're real bad. Where are you going? I'm going to Pinkies. (laughs) I called ahead of time and I made an appointment with my girl, Christine. Who's hard to nail down and um little little inside if you haven't listened to last week's episode. Was that last week? Or two weeks. Maybe it was last week, yes, because we, we caused a little uh, ruckus. We caused a little ruckus. That's uh, the power of influence. I got nervous that like people were listening and talking about us and you got real excited. So Yeah, of course I got excited. 
Because what is that's that's yeah. the definition of influence. Yeah, is it not? Let's give a shout out to Lenore, who is our fan. Who Ooh, our fan saw, of the week? She, yes, fan of the week. She saw our previous guest Ashley Gordon out at Home Goods and said hi to her and said that she heard her on our show. And Lenore, we love you. Thank you for listening. Super awesome. Thank you for listening. Hope you're coming tonight. Thank you. Thank you for having the courage to like say something in public because I am the most awkward human on the planet out in public. I've discovered this like this week particularly. You are. It's I don't Can know what's going on and. And Colleen St. Michael said it was because I'm, like, becoming more aware Mm. and, like, more in touch with myself and I can, like, see through people's you-know-what. Yeah. And that I don't... um, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, it's interesting that you're describing it as being awkward. I said the most... Oh, my gosh. I said the most awkward thing to, like, someone that I work with. Can you tell us? And it's like... I'm sure he's not listening, so it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm going to get him. If it were me, I'd be like, I hope he's listening. I'm really sorry that I was so awkward. We we met up for something and I was talking about like my cats and allergies. And he was saying how allergic to cats. He was like, yeah, so like good thing we work together because we could never date. And I was like, yeah, good thing. And I was like, oh. Yeah, thank God. I said something like that. And I was like, wait, no, that's I meant because I'm excited to work with you. Not because I would never date you. Not that I wouldn't date you, but But I I wouldn't wouldn't date you because I have a boyfriend. But I I don't know where this conversation's at right now. And I'm so sorry. Just go. I'm sorry. You're allergic to cats. The whole time is your brain telling you, please stop. Please stop talking. Go get please in the car. To- yeah. Go, ba- go, go the back car, to yeah. the car. We're done here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So where did you have that interaction? At his house. I had to go pick something up for Do work. You- but, like, I, the whole I'm driving home, like, I, I don't know what's wrong with me. Well, on Thursday, I worked on my birthday, and my coworker stopped um, my coworkers, he, first of all, he's a great guy. He's married. He's such a sweetheart. He's very, like, he could, if he walked into any place, he could be a model. Ugh. He's gorgeous, right? So he comes, I don't, he comes up to my desk and he's like, hey, happy birthday. And I'm like, thanks, you too. <laughs> oh, you did one of those. Like when the <laughs> server like, uh... says, enjoy your meal. And, and you thanks, say, you too. you too. And you know that server is so hungry and like is eating salting crackers out of his pocket, <laughs> dipping in, in, in like condiments. <laughs> You too in six hours when you can eat real food. (laughs) (laughs) I just watched one of our female hosts try to get picked up by a guy at an event where you were filling out the prize thing to win a prize. Yeah. And he put his number on there to to pick her up and she dropped it in the box. Oh. She didn't get it? She she purposely did not get that. That's what he was subtly trying to do. And he was like, oh, I was subtly trying to give you my number. And it was that awkward, like, Mm. great. Oh, <laughs> with, and the, now... with the awkward pause. No, there was an ugly, awkward pause, and and he had to turn tail and sort of walk the other Man. way. I don't want out anybody, but please, so please yes. forgive me tonight if if I've never <laughs> met you awkward. before, and you're expecting who you hear on the air, and you come up to me in person, I'm like, uh, hello. <laughs> I love I your know. show. Yours too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so cool. You're you're in the entertainment business. That's really common, right? I mean, that's not uncommon at all. Is I it? don't know. I mean, it's fun, to, and it's almost fun to be a little awkward and weird when I people meet so, you. I think so too. I think that's charming. Yeah, they get their story. Like they get their. Okay, I met Leslie. Seriously, she's a little different. <laughs> like she's really nice, and I love her show. But those girls, she's from not Bayou what I thought. Mom? Yeah, those girls are those girls. Yeah, that's they threw themselves at the birthday party. <laughs> yeah, right. Because 
I'm I would because I want a birthday party, but like I'm I don't trust anybody else to like throw one for me. You only turned thirty something. Once. I only turned thirty four once. Okay. I'm so happy that you don't that you're not. So no, I'm not afraid of my age. I'm a little, I'm feeling 34, whatever that means. Like, I definitely don't. My mom always says, she's like, I feel like a spring chicken until she, like, turned 50. I don't feel like a spring chicken. I don't feel mm. like that. Not feeling that. Um, but it's been a been a long year or so, you know. Charlie's purposely <laughs> nodding her head. So, uh, well, like, I her, feel like people, I feel like decor, this is th- my decor. My head decor, decor on her head is bouncing. My crown. I feel like people this year is the first year that, there's like pressure on me to feel old. Like several people have been like, "Oh, do you feel old?" Because you're in your thirties. Well, I'm only thirty. T- like for God's sake. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I, you still have more than half of your life to go. Right. I mean, thousands of years ago, I'd be dead by now, but still kicking. <laughs> still here. Still here. Womp womp. So I don't know, but I'm super excited for tonight. What are you wearing? Um, I got a romper from Walmart. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at that, but the ex- your face when you said it. it was sixteen dollars and ninety seven cents. I'm really I'm excited. Real excited. Can you tell me what it looks like, or do you want? Um, to- it's like the smock top material on the top, and then black and white stripe on the bottom. Oh, I wasn't like. It. So I'm. I posted on Instagram yesterday. I'm like getting used to my body how it is right now because I've gained weight in like focusing on healing the rest of me and I know how hard I worked to lose so much weight before so it's still like bothering me and I think it's important to share that because I advocate so much for loving your body as it is and body positivity but the the truth of the matter is everyone has thoughts and days where they're just mm. not loving it yep and that's okay and um, I put the romper on last night and I was like, oh, and Eric's like, I don't know what you mean. Like, this looks amazing. You like, like you're it? wearing it. No, I just immediately. You weren't feeling it. I'm not used to my body looking how it is right now. Gotcha. So, you know, even pictures from like Thursday's concert. I'm like, oh, I look a little plump for lack of a better <laughs> word. But like also um, my eyes aren't swollen shut. Yep. You're not in the I'm hospital. Not, I'm not in the hospital. So <laughs> points. So you know, it's all good. It's all good. But I just, you know, I felt like it's important to acknowledge that um, I have those feelings because people say to me so much about like you're so brave. Da, da, da. Thank you, but I, I'm I'm a real person right. and I definitely have those moments too. So and a lot of the times, you know, those when people are referring to like when we did the show in our bathing suits, that's mm-hmm. why we're doing it, because yes. it is an obstacle for us. It is a challenge for us. And we're doing it, you know, to be an example for other people as much as we're doing it to be an example for ourselves. Yes, really, because that is, you know, we talk about it together when we're by ourselves all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, I like to hold myself accountable, too. Yeah, just for my own thoughts yep. and my own feelings we and should. my own beliefs. If you're not going to watch your thoughts and feelings, who's going to do it for you? Nobody. They're going to be like, oh, steer clear. Attempting to not care what people think is is a, a, an adventure. It's a right? bigger task than, you know, I get people, oh, just be yourself. Oh, I am. Right. But like. And maybe easier for a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. There's pictures Especially, on my Facebook of, um, so, if you remember what the Almost Angels were. They, yeah. I, and did. I, I used to do a remote with them all the time. Mm-hmm. So we did a Halloween thing where I ended up doing like a little 
thing with them and dressed like them. Right. And I, I didn't wear a wig or any makeup. So I was just a, like a fat dude with the beard and lingerie. It was just ridiculous. You're not even fat. But you just got, oh, oh, I was like 250 then. So I, but you know, you, yeah. you just have to not care. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's, that's a lot of, of what we do. And it's, and, um, we decided not to talk about it this episode. We're going to talk about like the, uh, the toxic masculinity and the suppression of like, normal thoughts that men have but they're not allowed to acknowledge mm. it's just not socially not manly, acceptable right which Quote is unquote. like ridiculous because it's 2000 we're <clears throat> more than halfway through 2019 so we're going to talk about that another episode because i didn't want to just you know graze over it i want to really focus on that yeah, i want to bring absolutely. in some guests that can really contribute to that but um we're almost in 2020 oh we're more than halfway goodness. through 2019 yeah, I'm planning. Get your act together. It's almost <laughs> August. <laughs> I'm planning events for work stuff uh, in spring 2020. And uh, gosh, I have like three things lined up already. This is really. Sorry, this, can you guys hear this? This lay. Leslie's adjusting herself. I really I'm like this I'm having outfit. Some sensory. I really. <laughs> yes. Wardrobe malfunction. I really like this that you're wearing now. I love Thank pink you. and gray together. I feel like you look Stevie lovely. Nicks in this thing. I love that comparison. I'm wearing, you guys can't see, but I'm like flapping my arms. Like, <laughs> like a bird. Like a bird. Um, what kind of shoes are you wearing tonight, though? Oh, I didn't think about shoes. Probably black wedges, or not wedges, black pumps, because I always, that's like my go-to. They feel like they go with everything. I bet you're going to wear wedges. What would make you think that? <laughs> I feel like you wear wedges to bed, Charlie. You always, sometimes I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's for the third extra hour that we can't talk about on air. <laughs> Flipped out. <laughs> I mean, I like they're comfortable. They go at they're perfect for the summertime, especially mm-hmm. when it's hot and you're outside, right? Yeah. Like I was gonna wear pumps, but I'll get my heels stuck and fall. Yeah. I wore wedges to John Mayer on Monday. Mm, let's talk about John Mayer. We love Wait, him. You wore so wedges much. to a concert? Huh, yeah, why not? I mean do, <laughs> maybe you wouldn't, but we would. I I don't even wear flip flops on the lawn. Like I I don't know. I'm a I mean, I'm at a concert, I'm like a shoe sneaker guy. Oh, oh well. Like just just from like not wanting to die, not wanting to just not caring about what happens to the shoes. Well, let me tell I you something. I love John Mayer, so that's fantastic that you went. But it was so much fun. Oh, he's oh he's awesome. He's just so talented. We love yeah. him so, and it's funny. It came up in like my Facebook memories that like five years ago, I said like when I see John Mayer live, I will cry and I will die. Like I will. <laughs> And um, I'm happy so only this one is of my, those things happened. <laughs> this is this was my third time seeing him. And have you um, seen him only solo? Have I seen what? Have you seen him only solo, like his band? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen Dead and Company or anything like or that. Or his little trio band he does, the kind of blues. The trio group. came well, out did, last time. Yeah, we went. The last tour he did like three different yeah. things. He oh, did right. a trio yep, yep. with Pino Palladino and Oh, it's my favorite bass player on the planet. And and so David Ryan Harris, I was telling you mm-hmm. how we like kinda go he wouldn't know who I am. Um but so he toured God, with Hanson and like all of all of my oh, right. all of like the waybacks and like when when Tiffany uh my friend Tiffany from Nashville came to see John Mayer with What's us. Up, Tiff? Hey Tiff. Um she was saying how like so David Ryan Harris was on the rock boat. Mm. And he was on last year and I'm bummed he's not coming this year, but it's cool to see because I love him as an artist in you know with his own original music. I sent you a yes. video of his song uh Pretty Girl. Yep, it's fantastic. And, and Ernie Halter covers it. Ernie Halter, who's playing the Tanger concert series August 29th. Um, 
man, that show was just, I was in musical heaven. And for a while, he didn't play um, Edge of Desire. He didn't play that song live for like five years. And when I went to see him like three years ago, the day I told you the story, like the day of, I tweeted, I was like, if you could just play the song, this would be great. Obviously, he played it and he said something like, oh, everyone, you know, wanted to hear this and I haven't played it in so long. So I'm going to just give myself credit for that tweet for manifesting for manifesting that but when he played that i so i didn't like that he ended the first set with that song because i felt like with edge of desire i felt like i just had like my heart ripped open and then a man just walked away Uh, (laughs) like you can't just leave here like great comparison you can't just like you don't just leave you gotta stay and cuddle like you gotta like sing city love oh he didn't play i gotta say this wasn't my favorite set list yeah, it wasn't mine. I mean, there were some. I took a lot of videos. Yeah, All Vultures right, so was good. That's what I, I wrote down. Vultures. vultures. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so good. Um, oh, Edge of Desire. Know. I thought that this rendition of uh, slow dancing was amazing. I videoed it almost was, the whole thing. Yeah, I think phenomenal. I went Facebook Live. I think you did too. And then I like New Light too a lot. Oh yes, that was a fun one to like, sh- like sort of end the. Well, he did close he did, the show, yeah, right? That, that was, was a, encore. Yeah. Yeah. He's so cute. He's 41. I was yeah. like, dang, you look good that's, for 41. That's all right. You know, his cuteness is why uh, he was so hated for a while in Dead & Company. I argued on, on my podcast for over five episodes in a row. We were split down the middle when he first joined. And I've always been a huge Mayer fan because I it, it came from Your Body's a Wonderland. It, not, it had nothing to do with the song. It was, I heard the solo. And as a musician, I yeah. recognized that that was like a, a jazz player kind of thing. And I was like, wait a minute. He must really know how to play guitar because you just don't do that. Right. You know? He was short, but it was definitely like skilled jazz player level stuff. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. I got to go put that album on. And I realized, oh, this guy's a genius. Yep. Okay. But I, I said on the show, I said, you know what the problem is? If he were a 400-pound fat dude who wore a cheesesteak for a hat, you would think he's the greatest guitar player in the world for a hippie band. But it's because he's an underwear model that you're all upset. But you're not listening to his actual skill. He's so good. That yeah, he's actually, unbelievable. My uncle is a, was a musician. He's passed away now. My uncle was a musician, and that's how I got into John Mayer. I found this. I was hanging out with him one day, yep. found the CD in his room, and he was like, oh, my God, you have to, the CD. He put on Neon, and he was oh, like, I love yeah. Neon. Yeah, and it's sick. Uh, yeah. His musicianship in that song is just sick yeah um, but he was like you have to listen to this guy he's the greatest of his time and he really he's he one of them he sure is i even and i, I was lucky I, I was with scott chronic when he had mickey hart on from the dead and scott's like hey i'm I'm not the biggest dead guy you want to help out here i'm like sure so i brought that idea up and i actually say this and i mean it of all the guys who've sat in the grateful dead chair since jerry garcia the, the guitar player for the dead died all those guys that have done it are my favorite guys. The guy from Fish and the guy from the Almond Brothers. All those guys are amazing players. Warren Haynes and Tranesty, all of them. John Mayer has naturally the most feel like Jerry of any of those guys. And I don't mean playing his licks. I mean just his laid-back feel and how he sort of, as they say, sits in the pocket with the band. Like yeah. Just the way sort of Jerry's approach to soloing was. John Mayer has that just naturally, too. And uh, Mickey was like, yeah, you're right. And then I was like, oh, my God, I wish I had this two years ago. We were screaming about it on the show. If I just had Mickey Hart going, yeah, he does. <laughs> I was like, oh, darn. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's, he's amazing. Such a pleasure to watch. He really was. One day we'll be front row. 
I'm not gonna lie, I did send some texts and see if I could. I told you, I was like, mm, who, who, <laughs> who in here? Can who in us? my phone? Can I say hello? Can you please? The updated version of the Little Black Book. Yes. Uh, didn't work this time, but next time, uh, well, I was like an hour before. So, well, speaking of awkwardness, um, that's, I feel like John Mayer is a great example of someone who's super yes. awkward yes. and brilliantly talented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uses it to his advantage, right? His tweets are hysterical. My He's, Facebook statuses are hysterical. Exactly. But like, I'm sure if I got in front of John Mayer, neither of us would know what to say. <laughs> Hi. But so, but here's the thing, and we're going to go to break soon, but if I was there for work purposes, mm-hmm. I'd be totally fine. Because you'd be in character. Because I'm, I'm in character. Not that I'm someone different right now when I'm on air, but I've discussed this before. There's a reason why I don't have a problem not saying profanity on air, because when I'm here, I am working. And if you know me outside of work, every other word out of my mouth is something really inappropriate. So like really? I have my finger on the dump button. Okay. <laughs> Where were you a couple weeks ago? Yeah, right? Jeez. <laughs> um yeah, so I think um if I was there to interview him, I would have been totally fine. You know? Yeah. So dude, you are hyped up on I'm kombucha. So on kombucha, right? This is all nat- all natural. She's got that celery juice glow. That's right. A little one percent alcohol in there. No. Kombucha nope. is sort of. Oh, oh, yeah. in here. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. 5%, uh, 0.5%. But Catching a buzz. We do this every week. <laughs> <laughs> every week, Leslie, we do. That's true. I, I, I'm going to take credit for this because uh, you weren't drinking kombucha in studio until I started bringing it in. That's right. Now I love it. Yeah. So um, we're going to go to break and we're going to come back. And um, I have some stuff that I want to discuss. Mm, me I have, too. Like, we me got too, a laundry girl. list. And then um, Light it out. we'll be right back with Volume Up, the Lifestyle Radio Revolution. This is Volume Up, the Lifestyle Radio Revolution with Leslie Jesperson on News Talk 1400 WOND. Welcome back to Volume Up. It's me, Leslie, here with Charlie, and we have our very special guest in studio, Popo Flanagan. Hello, yeah. welcome. Popo, I'm so excited. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> Hot off her one night stand at the Brigantine. Uh, what was it? The Brigantine, Brigantine Yacht, Yacht Club. Club. Yachtless Club. I, I got to tell you, I was like, I don't know how to dress to go here. <laughs> This was it was beautiful. I know this right? sunset. I don't know if you saw gorgeous. the picture I, I posted on Facebook of the sunset. Yeah. Wow. They broke a record last night. Really? For the bar. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, let's pat ourselves on the back I real know, right? quick, right? You guys know how to what? party. The bartender came over. There were two of them. Did you see them? Mm-hmm. The boy. So the boy came over and he said, this is the most money we ever made. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. I'm going to start to cry. Like this boy, you know? Yay. They did really, really well. Yeah. So it was nice. It's yeah, good. Well, everything was was absolutely stunning. I just so Popo is an artist, mm-hmm. and um, the title's not painter, right? Because when people hear painter, they think yeah, of they, like house they painting, painting, right? I say like a two D painter or a fine arts painter. Okay, a fine. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So, um, funny story. Poe and I met because she was my neighbor, and I had lived there for gosh, what a year before mm-hmm. we ever. I think. 
Um, you had introduced yourself to me, but again, going back to how awkward I am, I was like, someone's talking to me. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go back to Florida in the off season, so right. you weren't around. And then when you came back this year, I was like more comfortable, and, yeah, yeah. and we we struck up a conversation. And I had noticed your art. I mean, first of all, your house is absolutely oh, gorgeous thanks, and stunning, you. and you have your studio. That house is it, only sixteen hundred square foot by the feet, by the way. What's so different about her house? That's can you describe it's just, how? It's... Well, I tried to I tried to make it look like a nineteen thirties house, and even oh. on the inside, I don't have closet doors. I just have um, curtains like they did in the thirties oh, at the shore. Oh, that's so cool! Because of like the air not moving yeah. in the yeah. closets and stuff, and um, like just the porch and the whole thing. I think you'll I think if you ever saw it, you would think, oh yeah, it's definitely a thirties type of seashore. That's awesome. It's just it's white and bright and like natural sunlight, and it just feels like. Fresh and with all her paintings all over, it's gorgeous. And you have a beautiful blue um, your your truck. What do you call it? Your SUV. Oh, it's a your, it's a flex Ford a flex. Fl- Ford flex. And it just like with her flex in the driveway, it just <laughs> it complements. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And just I have, so balanced. I have all the like the cobalt blue pots, and I don't know, you know, leftover from trying to match everything. I still do. <laughs> I, but I love it, and Thanks. and so. Um, you, how many years have you been in Brigantine? I followed a man there in oh, 1990. Wait, can we hear Charlie loves Right, right, right. And then, uh, that didn't work out. So then, um, I moved on and then I re-met him again. I had a marriage in between. Oh. And then I re-met guy. the same guy again. No. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right. So, um. I did the we, same thing. You did? Yeah. Oh, it didn't work out well. <laughs> Well, it didn't work out the second time either. I wish I had met you a few years ago. <laughs> but the good news is, when I was there, I decided I, I, I needed something to do because I, you know, his, his daughter, his daughters were coming down with the children and everything, and I'm like, I just want to. It's not my house. Yeah. I just want to like, you know, let them be their family that they are. So, um, so I bought this. I was driving down the street and I saw this little tiny house. So my original house that's built on the same was built on the same property, it was from 1926. It was an outbuilding for the life saving station. Okay. Okay, and then I have a little extra little building that was the uh, for the boat, lifeboat. So I bought that, and um, and then we broke up, but I had the house at the shore, so it was all good. So if I hadn't you met won. him again, I wouldn't have had the house at the shore. Okay. So see, it did work out yeah, well. It did. So oh. each, every time I've been in a relationship, you know, whether engaged or married, it's always like the first one made me, I got to take care of myself. Mm. So I went to gemology school. So I had a fine jewelry store in Flowertown, Pennsylvania, 13 employees. It was crazy. And then the next one um, got into real estate. I, I bought my I bought a building in Flower Town where I had my jewelry store, and then um, I bought a place in Naples, Florida. So that was good then. And then the next one really got me like thinking about art a lot more. I wanted to go to art school, but I'm one of the five girls, and my father's like, not so much. <laughs> Think you'd be better off like secretarial. You right. can always find yeah. work. Mm. So I'm like, all right. But then I ended up, when I was 21, I started going to like Philadelphia College of Art, and I went to a 1,000 classes everywhere. So um, so everybody, every relationship, like, was, when I look back, and, like, that brought me this, that brought me yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love how you reframe that, well, right? You know, yeah. And, you know, I was raised by a black woman from Wilson, South Carolina, and she drank. And so I didn't know, like, when I got home from school, whether she'd be kissing me or swinging me. Mm. So that helped me in the jewelry oh store because it didn't matter. Because every person that you meet, if it's somebody difficult, you can sort of bring them along. Yeah. And if it's someone good, that's good, too. So 
I, you get strength from that, I think. Absolutely. Because you know? yes. you've got to be. I love that. Yeah. I love it, too. I, it's just because I was thinking about this the other day. Like we, we sometimes want to say like that relationship failed. That relationship was a nightmare. But, you know, it might be while you're in it. But you always can look back on it and be like, well, I got that from this. Yeah. You know, it's like when you take a trip and you're like, yeah, this is great. And then you get home and you're like, wow, that really was great. Yeah. You just, when you're there, you're, you're just so busy trying to... It's hard to appreciate it and understand and, and all that. Oh, I, yeah, lo- yeah. I, I love but that. But still, stay far over there if we broke up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 right, right. Boundaries. Don't be coming to my mother's funeral. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Toss oh you right out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. So so now you're, first of all, I love the word gemology. That's fun. I know, and right? That's cool. If so I you, had um, known you could study that when I was in high school. Yeah. Right? Because I'm one of five girls, so we played hair and clothes, and my mother, like, you know, had some, some nice jewelry and loved it. But I didn't find out till way later that you could do that. So I was at a party, actually, in Manhattan, and I met this woman who was, uh, had a manufacturing business. So I said, um, so what do you think I should do? Should I go to school, or should I uh, just get right into it? She said, you never can be overeducated. So I'm like, That's I'm fine true. in school. And so I did. And so then I met some contacts, and then um, in school, there was nobody there that was threatened by me because I didn't have a jewelry store or anything. So I'd say, "What are you doing for lunch today?" They said, "Well, I'm going to see my ruby my, my ruby dealer." I'm like, "You're going to go?" Yeah. So that's oh, how wow. I started. And then I started buying little bits and little bits and reselling and reselling because I knew mm-hmm. I had to get out. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that how else was I going to do it? So yeah. So I started selling out of my house, and then I eventually got a store. That's so cool. Yeah. Wow, that's a wild story, I know, right? It was crazy. So it started like as a means to an end. Oh, yeah. I had to get out. And then it became something totally. Really? Yeah. That's so cool. And it was just like a a female cheers. It was so much fun. People would come in and I had three women cry one day, like just by saying, how you doing? Oh, yeah. For like a thousand, you know, whatever reasons. Yeah. uh, It was great. It was really a lot of fun. That's cool. a good time. And now you get to interact with people. Um, I met a woman last night who was taking your class, and they didn't know who I was, and you were nowhere around, but they were just gushing about you and how fun your classes are. And so you do semi-private painting classes. Right. In your home studio, right? Right. I will actually do it in my house because my in, studio is tiny, tiny. Yeah, your studio. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. So so tell me a little bit more about um, what someone can expect if they... Okay, so what I, I really like the limited palette, meaning um, some teachers say, well, you need to get um, these tertiary colors, which, you know, there's primary, secondary, and tertiary. Mm-hmm. And you got to get this particular blue and that particular particular blue, but you end up with mud. So I like a clean palette. I have six, three warms, three cools, primaries, and white. You can't get mud. For me to make mud is really hard. It's like okay, I waste so much the, paint. Okay. So, and then that way, like, no matter what you do, it doesn't cost you a fortune to get started. When you travel, all you have to take is seven paints, seven little tubes of paint, mm. and you can do a painting. You know, I, I, I double load my brush, and you should come over sometime and take yeah, a Yeah, I definitely, I definitely am. I couldn't make it to your first one, but I want yeah. to. And I love that this is like a, a painting class, because I know the trend right now is like the sip and paints where you like go and you're painting like a snowman or something. Yeah. And that's cool, but this is like if you want true, like actual Art, fine art, fine art to hang in your home that you did that you didn't think that you may, you know, you know. There's something that could be said for those little wine and mm-hmm. painting sessions, and that's that it gets the brush in people's hand. Mm. Yes, that's and they true. get comfortable around, mm-hmm. and then you know they might be able to make a curve or whatever. Um, so my class, the first class I always do, I, I make them make a color wheel, 
Okay. So they understand, and, that, and it's primary, secondaries, and tertiaries. That's how far I go. And then they start a painting. And then the second class is values. So it's lights and darks. So, and then the third class is like, what do you want to do? Like how, that's, you know, that's so cool. And it's a it's, six week? It's three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah, two you're sessions. doing two sessions. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I'm already filled. Matter of fact, a man last night stopped me and he said, can I take it? I said, I said, well, I only have one spot and he and his wife want to take it. I said, I can mm. only do one. He said, well, can't you? I said, no, I can only do one. Okay. Well, yeah, because you <laughs> want to make sure that you're giving your time. Right. You know, to, to individ- yeah. And then, pull you know, out to do a waiting list. Yes, exactly. That's what I have. High, high demand. Do you really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I have three more people. But so then. So then, so then, when I got la- home last night, I checked the mail, and there was um, a, a check from somebody else. So I got the check from them first. So yay! Now, like, oh, so you had, so to, had to now I'm gonna have to now you got to do waiting the waiting list. list. Yeah, so, anyway. Well, that's an awesome problem to have. I know, right? Yeah, that's a great problem. To I know. Have. So nice. Can I stop you for a second? Because you said that you you have a specific limited palette. Is that in your paintings that you do yourself as well, or that's just for your classes? No, no, that's that's my thing. Because that's big jars. Because I was going to say last night when I was looking through your website, that was one of the things that I wrote down is that your uses of color are beautiful, but I couldn't put my finger on what was different about it. That's what it is. It's the limited palette. Right, and they're crisp colors. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's and, what and it if was. you look in my living room, I have lots of, you know, I have a gallery in my living room, but all the paintings go together because it's all the same palette, even though it's vastly different, you know, like a right. dog's face or a beach scene or is it hard whatever. to talk to me with this thing sprouting out of my head um no i just <laughs> no i mean <laughs> I, you know i have four sisters a lot of girlfriends i mean, anything okay. she whatever. didn't even notice anything was different <laughs> a little bit Wait, she, no, Pobo walked in on the break and she comes in and i was trying to take a selfie of myself and she gets like oh come on <laughs> she doesn't even know me oh come on <laughs> i love it i knew you'd be perfect for this i don't know about that i was like whatever. you don't need any prep just come on in <laughs> like, what are you gonna Oh, yeah. Anyway. So, um, and another thing that I wanted you to talk about because I think it is like the coolest idea is that you do commission work. And some we were talking about on our last call um, is that instead of doing like a, a beach photo shoot with your family, you'll paint a picture of your family on the beach. Yeah. Which is just like. I love it. Like, yeah. I love it's that It's so idea. much more sentiment. There's, it yeah. feels like there's so much more meaning and, and energy behind it. Because not to downplay photography, because I know some phenomenal photographers, but with, you know, iPhones and the people are, you can get great shots on your phone, but you cannot paint a picture of your family. And that's something, I, I was a nanny for a family um, and they had a painting of their daughter when she was like, five on the shoreline of the beach and it just she's 15 now mm-hmm. and it, that's yeah. you're capturing a moment in time yeah that you will never ever ever forget and it's it means so much more when it's when someone put effort and time into creating that yeah it's tricky though you have to um what i do is i keep sending them um as i as i paint it so okay to so make sure that they they were on the same page you right know what i mean um and then one, like one time I did that, it wasn't with a portrait of people, but it was the beach scene. And I kept sending them saying, so finally I said, okay, this is the final. Mm-hmm. And the woman said, well, can you make the, um, the umbrella in the far distance a little bigger? I said, sure, but I'm going to put you in the queue because I'm going to sell this painting. And then, you know, you'll be in the queue. Right. So 15 minutes later, her husband calls, don't listen to her. Don't listen to her. We'll, we'll the, umbrella's it. It the umbrella's fine. The umbrella's fine. 
<laughs> you know, so it's funny how it works, you know? Yeah. I don't really like surprises. Well, you don't like surprises? So, not, not that kind of surprise. Oh, not that kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not like, when she's put, like, her time and heart and soul into painting something. You didn't and... want that complete left turn? <laughs> I, I can appreciate and understand that, too, because as I do, like, um, I'm not a graphic designer, but I do ads and stuff for my, my clients with social media and just PR stuff. And I've had some where I'm, like, I spend all this time doing what they asked me to do. And then they're like, actually, you know what? Let's do something completely different. And I'm like, oh. You know, no, no, thank you. No, no, no. Okay. All right. So um, it's going to be, you're going to pay again, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I had a that's... Fun, I had a, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say I had a funny thing happen a few years back. Um, I had a painting uh, hanging in a uh, an art center. And um, this man from Texas called me and he said, um, my wife really likes that painting, uh, the one, the yellow one with the blueberries in it, and blah blah blah. And I said, "Oh yeah," I said, "I still have it." Um, and he said, "Well, can you send it to me?" And I said, "Sure." And we were talking about payment, and everything. And I said, "Oh, by the way, I, I really, I'm, yeah, I'm glad that you like my my work." And he said, "I didn't say I liked your work." <gasps> I said, "My wife did." Oh. He's like, "I said, oh, well, well, do you like it a little?" He said, "Let's just arrange for the pay- for the." Oh. <laughs> Right. I know a couple guys who would it. say something Is like that. Is that necessary? Yeah, I know, but I loved it because it's a great story. And it is a good story. You have such a positive up. attitude. Well, they they broke up, and I don't I don't know her. I can't right? imagine why she writes children's books. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, Jesus. <laughs> so she writes children's books. So so I don't know her. I don't know if she has a sense of humor. So I just I just she has to I guess. <laughs> well, I don't know. I wrote I wrote to her, I mean, some messenger, and I said, listen, um, if you ever get to Florida, I'd love to have lunch with you. Because I really want to tell you a story. He's like, well, tell me now. <laughs> but you have to gate. You can't tell it to everyone, you right? Mean, like you have to gauge their, their degree of. Because I think it's hilarious. I mean, I tell the story all the time. Like, yeah. To the other artists, I'm like, well, do you like it a little? I'm so <laughs> right? offended. I know what happened to their to their marriage. One too many times, she went. Uh, that's a really nice dress. Oh, thank you, honey. No, you don't look good. You look fat and terrible. No, I like that's the a really dress. dress. Yeah. 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 That's what happened. That's true. That's true. That's so funny. Filters. We, we all need to about learn it. Filters I'm not about somehow. it. You know, there's something. I know that we do this whole, like, speak your truth, but, like, there's some things that you really don't. You need to do that. <laughs> Whatever. It's hilarious. She's right, though. You are absolutely right. I'm still teaching Eric I just like history. That's, I don't want to say that that's something Eric would say because he wouldn't. He doesn't. Ha- he wouldn't say that. No, no. But he's the kind of guy who just like stuff comes out of his mouth, and I'm like, all right, well, probably should have said that. Well, I'm not <laughs> laughing, so it wasn't funny. Yeah. That's what I like to say. Oh, you know, oh my god! You know, I had to go to a fashion show a couple of weeks ago, so I come out and my hair is wet, just slicked back, right? And I had a house coat on. No, the house coat probably 50 years old. So, so, so I come out. And my boyfriend was like watching TV, so I sit next to him. He said. Are you ready for the fashion show? I'm like, look at this. I do the same thing. <laughs> look at this head. Do I look, look at this like? Face. Do I look like I'm red? You think I would walk out of the house? What? So I, so I, so as luck would have it, I get sitting next to this woman who's 82 years old at the fashion show, and she's got like, she was married three times. I never met her before. I said, so Kate, you've been married three times. She said, what? I don't understand men at all. And I told her the story. She said, oh, they just want to say something. He just wanted to talk. He just wanted to speak. He felt the urge that I that he needed to say something at that point. Right. Like, how about like, who's going to the fashion show? Yeah. (laughs) You could have said anything else. What's holding me back? (laughs) Like, 
you know, crazy. <laughs> That's so funny. Whatever, yeah. But I love it. So do they get off. this kind of banter in your classes, too? No, oh I'm pretty strict in class. You better charge extra if they do. And now I had a girl um, that got on the phone. Oh. During your like, class? I said, excuse me. <laughs> so she goes out, and I said to the class, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean, but I'm like a little bit strict about certain things. And, and they're like, oh, that's rude. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> oh, good. We're all on the same page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, when you're in a club, I feel like that would just be like answering your phone or like in the middle of a college course or something. It's like super you just disruptive don't... to the people around you. Like if you want to waste the money that you're spending to be here, then that's your prerogative. Step outside. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you, where else can people find your art? You have a couple. I have um, it. Um, it's in a gallery in Bordentown, New Jersey. Okay. And uh, Bayhead, New Jersey. And Warrington, not Warrington, yeah, War, no, Warminster. Okay. Uh, not, yeah, matter of fact, I sold something yesterday at that place in Warminster. Good. And you've got some stuff that I have so many more questions well. for you. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, I do. I, okay. Charlie's like back. so excited. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a ton because I was on your website last night, so I, but I wanted to ask you this anyway, but now I kind of know what your answer is going to be, so I have follow-ups for that. <laughs> I was going to ask you who your influences are. Oh, right. Well, uh, Claude Monet, uh-huh. um, a fellow named Gail Bennett, who's no longer with us, who um, I learned or took lessons from in Giverny, France. And, um, oh, you know, just all the Cezanne, all of them. I just love, I like the, the way that Impressionists, it's the impression mm. that you're sitting at the luncheon. It's not like exact realism or, you know what I mean? It's just like. And your brain fills in the details. Yeah. Anybody's brain. Everybody's. Yeah. I mean, we do that with life situations all the time, right? Yeah, right? If you don't. To our detriment, sometimes you think you know the answer to something, but you don't, and then you fill it in with something that's completely off the wall. Um, But I wanted to ask you about Matisse, because Uh, I love the Matisse paper cutouts, and I love the story behind uh, it. Yeah, with where he lost his vision. Yeah, so so the artist Matisse got really sick. I think he he had some kind of crazy cancer, and he had a very serious surgery to remove the cancer. The wound got infected. Anyway, he couldn't paint anymore. He couldn't stand up to paint. So from his wheelchair... He made these phenomenal paper cutouts, and because he could still hold it, he still could hold scissors and paper. And I think his grandkids were helping him at this point to kind of. And he made these collages out of it, and it's regarded as as some of his most brilliant work. Yeah, which is amazing. I and think that's so cool. You know, in Philadelphia, the Barnes Museum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's but, really and that kind of goes back to what we were just saying before about how necessarily some life situations are not ideal, and especially while we're going through them, we're like. God, I'm really going through it. And then something so incredible that you hadn't even thought would come out of it comes out of it. Mm-hmm. Right, Matisse right. paper cutouts. I know. He's That's one cool. of the greatest. Yeah. Really That's cool so guy. awesome. Yeah. So, so do you think that there's trends in, so there's like, you know. Well, right now, yeah, pretty pretty big trend is they're going for a lot of, um, this is Florida anyway. I don't really know the market here that well, but. Me uh, neither. So you can lie if you want. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of abstracts are, are selling, it seems, in Florida, you know. Um but then my things are coming back too because a lot of people don't really want they want it they want more like the cottagey look. Yeah. Um, so my things are sort of warm and fuzzy and colorful and happy. As a matter of fact, I used to call my business Zoloftism, anti-depressionistic impressionism. <laughs> I love but then, that. But then I had to like um, stop that because it's Zoloft started to cause um, birth oh, defects. Oh, that's right. So oh yeah. I had to stop that. Yeah. So um, 
Did that you pick was, a different antidepressant? I just went to <laughs> no. Popo Flanagan. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, here we go. As a matter of fact, I was telling the people today at the morning at the farmer's market, I worked at the farmer's market this morning, and um, they said, they said, oh, so you're going to be on the radio? I said, yeah, but I'm going to go as Joan. They said, you can't, you're a brand, you're a brand. I'm like... Yeah, that's why I'm going to go as Joan. Yeah. I don't want to ruin my brand. No. I say something stupid. Nonsense. Well, I'm your publicist, so I wouldn't let you. Yeah, there you go. I'd be like, I, damage I got, control I right here. buttons over here. I'd oh, be like, good. nope, we're done. Oh, I need some of them in life. <laughs> yeah, right? I just follow you around. Nope, don't do that. That's so true. Gosh, I needed Rewind. that when I worked with comedians. Could you imagine? Yeah, right? <laughs> You're oh a piece God. of cake. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Don't worry. <laughs> Funny. I also wanted to ask you about something that I think is so important, especially around here. That I, I was on your Facebook. Sorry, just no, a little, okay. just a little bit of stalking. Um, but I saw <laughs> that you are very much a proponent of trade schools I am. and trades, and I was just so curious because that's not something that I see on Facebook all the time of anybody. Why, where did that come from? Uh, years ago, I would. I, it's, I don't know if I should say that. But I, I was making a lot of money, a lot of money, and I what I what I wanted to do. My son wasn't really a great student, and he was really good with his hands. And That's my how my brother is. Yes, I'm excited for this conversation. Okay. 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 So then, like he, like so he's 46 now, and he goes through Chestnut Hill, which is where we, uh, we, we I grew up, and my kids were raised. Um, and he and he tells his daughters, you know, as we were in college now, I did that wall, I did that driveway, I made this, I made that, you know, and all that. So I wanted to have something. I was going to start a foundation called Forward to the Past. So I was going to take one student and send them to, like, say, Italy and learn tufting. Or something that's that's a trade that's lost, but then I, you know, I ended up buying real estate. Real selfish. <laughs> but, I, but then I did this but anyway. I love that. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna um, go to the top of the hour news uh, in just a minute. But um, I I absolutely love the I love that you did that trade. I think trades are so so oh, important. Absolutely. I so my brother's making probably like five times as much money as as I am, and he could hardly you know graduate high school with the testing and stuff but mm. if you needed a vacuum we could spend repair, a whole hour on oh, that yeah yeah i think that's that's awesome this was this interview flew by we'll have to have you in again oh um, my god yeah. yeah wasn't that crazy yeah popo flanagan they can go to popoflanagan.com you can um find the links on volume up and um she does art classes commissioned work She'll even paint a picture of your summer home, which I love that you did that too. And the and, and the town welcome signs, I love those. Yes, oh, and the yeah. terms of endearment. Oh my God, you Aren't have to go on her website and look at the terms of endearment. They are so <laughs> cute. I right. love them. Yes. Thank oh, thank you so much for well, thank for, you for coming. Yeah, and, thanks for being um, here. Happy birthday, everybody. Thanks. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. All right. Just <laughs> and she's out. Wasn't that good? It wasn't that bad. She survived. <laughs> Popo out. She said Popo it wasn't that out. bad. <laughs> well, we are going to head to the top of the hour news and take a break and um, maybe have a little dance party. But we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Volume up the lifestyle radio revolution with me, Leslie Jesperson, and my co-hostess with the Moses, Charlie ooh, DeFebo. Ooh, ooh. We'll be right back. You can depend. News Talk 1400 WOND invites you to get ready to laugh, learn, be inspired, and discuss the latest and greatest in hot topics, music, and more. It's time for Volume Up, the lifestyle radio revolution with Leslie Jasperson. Welcome back to Volume Up. How are you How are you feeling on this second hour? 
with your have you pol- I finished you've one polished an entire bottle of kombucha. An entire kombucha. I love. I only drink it you on the weekends. You are like loaded now with probiotics. Like your gut is real happy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. I'm looking at a picture of Beef Wellington right now on my phone. Have you ever had Beef she Wellington? She really is. She really is looking at a, at a picture of Beef Wellington on her phone. You had to say Beef Wellington. It looks so good. We can get it at Gordon Ramsay. I could probably make it. Want to come oh, over yeah. for dinner? Not tonight. Yeah. We have plans tonight. No, we're busy tonight. You should be busy, too, at the July Baby Birthday Bash. Yes. Yeah, so if you haven't already registered, you may do so. Uh, follow the link on our Facebook page yep. to Eventbrite. JulyBabyBirthdayBash.Eventbrite.com. We have a special gift for the first 50 people who register, and we're almost out. So yeah. register right now. Let me, the special gifts are in front of me. So, uh. We can't tell you what they are. I can't tell you. We're I'm so t- excited. I'm, I'm, we, well, have, uh, we, we officially have 50 people. Nope, registered. never mind. No more special. I mean, maybe we'll still give you a hug. We're so excited to meet everyone, especially because we know that there's going to be some people coming tonight uh, whom we've never met before. Yeah. Yeah. This is really exciting. Wow. Holy moly. I'm super excited about it. What are you guys wearing? Uh, who's you guys? The audience. The oh, people listening. I thought you were asking me. You're looking at me. Do you want to know what I'm wearing? Yes. I don't know uh, yet. To know would be 609-927-1100. Yeah, yes. they can if call you, in. If, Normally, if I'm, call. Like, I'm just like post a picture on our Facebook because I forget that. That can, too. But also call, call us and tell us what you're wearing. Yes, describe if it If you're to coming us. tonight. I'm wearing <laughs> wedges. That's all that I'm for sure on. So we know the shoes. She's going to be wearing shoes. For sure shoes. Good job. Oh, can we talk about this? Because I am going to be drinking alcohol tonight. I will be drinking myself. Um, I'm going to. <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> She's going to be drinking the Charlie cocktails. I am uh, probably going to have a Leslie cocktail. Um, yep. I, Cracking it open. I, so I drank on Thursday night. So did I. It was my birthday. How did oh, yeah. you feel? I felt a little hungover. You so did I. I felt like mm, garbage I on was Friday. Like mad at myself. Yeah, for, I overdid but, it. But you know, uh, I don't know. I didn't know if I didn't try, and that's where I'm at. What you were you know? drinking? So um, we went to. So I had the, the concert series, and I had uh, Justin Jr. Moore in, and so first of all, that entire. I want to talk about that experience because if you if you don't know um, Justin Moore, J.R. Moore has been a friend of mine for 15 years. That that band Ingram Hill, which I've brought to Atlantic City before in April, those songs have such meaning to me and my life and my friendships. And I always thought how incredible it is that I have manifested this dream job that I am bringing my favorite people to play and I'm getting paid for it it's a job but I gotta tell you it was weird because I was working Mm. like he was playing songs that that have such meaning to me and like people were talking to me and I wanted to be like, are you really trying to talk to me right now while this is <laughs> shut up while he's playing this song? <laughs> but like I was in such work mode. So I like afterwards, I'm like, do I read? I It didn't hit me like what was just happening, like a dream scenario, something that I had been working on and and wanting to bring to fruition 
And something that I talked about after the April show, but this was full band. Yeah. So this was this was awesome. They Plus were really they, good at the April show too. They so just I announced that imagine. they're going on the rock boat. So like <gasps> I know Where's Rock Boat. Uh it's January twenty fourth through twenty ninth. So I'll be I'll be away for that. But <laughs> so I just I wasn't ready. I was ready to not be in work mode. Yeah. So I took them out afterwards and we went to uh, beer garden on the boardwalk and I had to get a rally beach club from Mr. Fingers alibi gin, our friend uh, Brian Ireland and John finger. That's their gin. And so I got a rally beach club. It was so delicious. It's like a light minty cucumbery gin cocktail. Delicious. And then I was like, okay, let me switch to tequila just because I'm a little nervous. You know, now gin's made from corn, which typically my body doesn't tolerate. Oh, I didn't know that. Gin's made from corn. Well, Brian told me. So. <laughs> Too late now. Um, but I, I'm allowing myself, like I had a spiked seltzer at John Mayer. And I said later, I was like, mm, no, not that wasn't, that. that was not, the vodka does not like my that. body. You did say that. Um, so I think I, throughout the night, we, we ended up at Ducktown. So I saw on your Facebook. I just love the whole experience there was why I love Ducktown so much. Danny, if you're listening, my new friend, Danny, that we met, <laughs> shout out to you for making us Is have a bartender? such a, no, oh, just a guy, just a guy, just a guy in the bar. But we had like, he was the funniest person. And I would, I, he was kept saying, I'll come on your show. And I'm like, I don't think there's enough dump buttons in the world for oh you to come God. on my show, Danny. But I appreciate Dude, it. What does Danny do? I don't know. He just says he travels for work. It's very, Danny's very lucid. Okay. <laughs> but he was great. He was fun. So we were just having like the time of our lives. We were talking about, we were playing music on the jukebox and like playing like, do you remember the song Len Steal My Sunshine? Yeah. Well, Justin had never heard it. Like he couldn't think of what it was. So we played it and like the whole bar started. They were like, what is this? I remember Stop that. Stop like, it. I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> and it just, so I just had such a great time and i like hanging out with my friends on like a non-work level and it was just it was awesome and i'm so glad that i could bring them here and um i joked i was like well i wanted to bring you for like a hanson pre-party in october but i don't think i could bring ingram hill back to atlantic city for a third time in one year when you haven't been played here he's like yeah you could i'm like okay but no no, we really couldn't. Are you going to do a pre-party for Hanson or a post-party? Are we going to do a party? That's Is T- Hanson going to be on the that's show? That's TBA. Okay. <laughs> You're revealing like what I do during the week. Like, oh. All the coordination that I'm attempting. I'm just to- asking because truly we don't, I don't, I don't know. Save the date for October 25th. Okay. Uh, I don't know what's so happening exciting. yet, but something's going to happen. Oh, darn. Because I can't, I can't have Hanson come to Atlantic City and not do something. I'm actually pretty excited, and I don't even really, that's not even my thing, but I'm excited because you're excited. Yeah. It'll be, yeah. that'll be really fun. That'll be a really fun weekend. Yeah. I can't great. believe that you went to Beer Garden on Thursday. I didn't go out Thursday. Thursday was my birthday. I went out Wednesday, and I went to Beer Garden. Everybody's been going there, and the, the band before, like, I feel like every band that's come in for the Tanger Series, Beer Garden, uh, you should just sponsor us. I'm going to reach out to you, honestly, because all of my artists are going there. Uh, it was so much fun. It was fun. They have those games out there now. We didn't even play any games. We just you didn't play any um, games. I played. They had an incredible live, live uh, singer. 
And like oh, just yeah. Justin, Justin and Chris Allen were like singing harmony to the Eagles, and I'm like, don't upstage him, guys. Like, come on, you're like professional. Come on, just not allowed to do that. Here. Don't don't sing so well while he's performing. Okay, it was a lot of fun. I played Connect Four, but I'm I always forget, and I think that it's Connect Five. So I'm always trying to Connect Five, and I always lose because it's not Connect Five; it's Connect Four. I don't know where I got that Charlie. in my... I, can't, I don't know what it is. I lost again because I'm, like, in my head. Once you get to four, like, then why why would you not win? Because because the other person is playing like a normal human being, and I don't realize... Do you know Milton Glenn, who run, who is, like, the caretaker for the Abseekin yeah. Lighthouse? Okay. So Milton and I have been friends for, like, five or six years. When I first met him, it was because he lived in... He lives in, I think, still in this in the apartment building in Atlantic City where my ex-boyfriend lived. So I would spend a lot of time with Mill and his now wife, Kim. So we were out at, let me take you back. We were out at Perfectly Innocent one oh, night. Oh, boy. Right? We're out at Perfectly Innocent one Playing night. N64 Mario Kart. Yep. And they, had a, and they had a Connect Four. So my boyfriend at the time, Jared Tom, we're playing Connect Four. And <laughs> we're playing for like forever and none of us is winning. And we're like, how is this possible that we've got the, almost <laughs> this whole thing filled up and nobody's won yet? Milton comes in between us both and he screams in our ears. He's like, it's Connect Four, you idiot. <laughs> we were like, <laughs> we just looked at each other. And we're like, oh. He, wait, wait. We played the whole time. He thought it was Connect yeah. 5 too. Oh my gosh, the two of you. So we've got this entire Connect. I'm crying <laughs> laughing. We've got this entire game filled up. We each won like five times. <laughs> Whenever I think oh of Melon, I think of that story. It's Connect 4, you idiots. <laughs> so. Oh, man. <laughs> How have you gotten this far in life? I don't know. I'm so, I swear to God, I'm really smart. Like, I have a functioning adult life. I don't know how, I don't know why I can't get Connect Four right. Well. I've got a college degree. Did you do okay uh, at Beer Garden? I did great. I have, well, okay, let me rephrase that. I felt like garbage on Thursday because I really, I did overdo it. So this is what happened. I got home from work. I knew I was going out to dinner. I knew it was my birthday dinner. So I got home. It was a date. And my date. I had champagne at my house, right? Because I like to get ready and drink champagne. I like champagne. So, because you're so fancy, <laughs> I'm very fancy. Hence the Charlie drink tonight has <laughs> champagne in it. So we're like, I'm getting ready. I have two glasses of champagne. We go out to dinner. I had a drink with dinner. Then we did like two shots of sake. Oh no! It wasn't that. I'm not crazy about sake. It wasn't bad, right? But I'm just thinking of you mixing the stuff. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we went to Beer Garden, and I had a mule. And that was it. That was, I didn't have, that was it. We had one drink at Beer Garden, and then mm-hmm. went but to... But you had a lot, probably, of the sugar. It was too I much. It was too much. I really felt not great. I knew by, like, the third, because the problem is I can drink tequila straight with no, not make a face. Like, I just think I it's... Del- oh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm explaining this to you. Cause, explaining it to them. Yeah, because you know... <laughs> You know, I just love tequila so much. I think it's delicious. And so I was just sipping it. And then Danny's like, what are you doing? You're supposed to shoot that. And I'm like, hmm. You did? Well, yeah. <laughs> because well, I was like, yeah. but I was like in my old environment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was, ha- I was at Ducktown. You like were having a great time. You I know. hadn't been to Ducktown in so long that I didn't even know they redid the bathrooms. I walked oh. in. I was like, oh. <gasps> 
look at this beautiful, magnificent toilet and sink. Like, yes. wow, I'm so happy. And, uh, yeah, so I think, and I I did drink water. Like, I was still aware, like, yeah. this has potential. Leslie, you have not really had alcohol in at least six months. Like, this has potential to be really bad. You have meetings tomorrow. Like, and I got home at, like, 3 a.m. So, and I didn't, I had a salad, like, because Wingcraft is our sponsor. So I had a salad, like a quinoa salad from Wingcraft. And um, that's all I had had. So when I got home, I forget what I ate, but I did make sure that I like. You don't know what you ate? It was just because I'm tired. I wasn't, I didn't like. I don't even know what I ate. And I drank a big old thing of water and I took a shower, you know. But I honestly think it was the combo of lack of sleep. Mm. You know, and my stomach just, I wasn't like hungover, hungover, like, like I used to be. Like I w- didn't feel like I was dying. Right. But my stomach was just not settled. And, um, and then of course, Mark is texting me saying that he's going to like, tonight is going to. Who, Mark Colazzo? Yeah. So why, <laughs> Prepare yourself. What? He wants to get us. He wants to make sure we enjoy our birthdays. I think it's interesting that he texted you that and not me. Because <laughs> he's afraid of what you would say. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it was just the one time that I like snapped at him. Actually, that's not true. One time, no, it's not the it's one not time. True. One time, you Mark, go at him on Facebook. Mark sent me an Instagram message one night, and I don't even, I don't even think he was here. I think he was in Florida, and I think he was like out with the guys, and he sent me an Instagram message that was something about like being crazy. And I answered back, and I was like, what is it about me, Mark, that you just can't get past that you dislike me? (laughs) And he was probably like, he did. He was like, I'm so sorry. Wait. And then I was like, (laughs) I'm done eating tonight, Mark. (laughs) She off on him. I do. I don't know what it is. Like, I just go, like, Mark comes, because this is Mark's problem. Mark, I'm going to tell you if you're listening. He called you crazy. That's the first problem. Mark, no, I feel like Mark knows a lot of people's buttons, and he he, and he just pushes them right. He can't help himself. And so Mark comes in at like a six, (laughs) but my personality is such that if you come in with at a six, I'm coming out. I'm coming back out at a ten. It might be an eleven, depending. (laughs) It's uh, that's sorry. That's my character defect. It always has been, right? You come at me with a six, I'm coming at you with at that's least a ten. That's your one flaw. We can't all be perfect. I've got more than one, <laughs> but that's probably one of the bigger ones. <laughs> Seriously. So, and I ended up apologizing to him after that because I really, like, after he sent me that Instagram message, I'm like, Mark, what is it about me that you just can't get past? <laughs> I'm like, wow. How did you react? He was like, I'm so sorry. And then, wait. Of course, like, how else did you react to that? He, I think he really felt bad. And then it it was even worse, and I wasn't I was being genuine about this because I really did feel bad after, but I think that I reacted that way because Mark gets under my skin sometimes, but also because that was like right after we found out my stepdad was sick, so I was really upset, and I just shut him like I'm so sorry, Mark. Like let me tell you what happened, and I told him, and then he felt even worse. <laughs> Thanks for calling me crazy you know, while my stepdad's dying. I know. Jesus. Then he so really you know felt you were bad. Ruining my life well, he's well, I think after that he's been like so careful about what he says. He probably thinks I'm like about to. Oh, you're very <laughs> go mentally off the unstable. Deep end. Yeah, like I'm. 
<laughs> anyway, so we saw him a couple weeks ago when he tried to get me to eat, and I, I'm like, Mark, I'm done eating tonight. He was like, okay. <laughs> he was just trying to be a nice host. All right. Oh. <laughs> Crazy. Go home. But that's all right. We'll have a great time tonight. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to have some tots. <laughs> Are yes. we eating? We can eat. I went there for dinner last Saturday, and it was, I went with my mom. That burger was banging. Did you get the veggie burger? No. The veggie burger. Why would good. I do that? <laughs> I forgot you like meat. <laughs> no, we got it was a meat burger. Uh and it was just like the regular one, just like the classic burger. Oh. It was so good. Like when I tell you, every bite that I took was like bursting flavors. Like every bite was just salty and fatty and like it had bacon on it, I think. Mm. And it was just like all it was just ugh, just an explosion in every bite. Mm. Well, you should tell them to put that phrase on the menu. An explosion in every explosion. So, but I think that they just updated their menu, so they've got all oh, kinds yeah. of new stuff on there too. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited, guys. Come out and come out and uh, hang out with us. Are you going to get tots tonight? I think I will. I haven't had yeah. tots in a hot minute. Those are good. I'm glad that's a thing now. Tots. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when you couldn't get tots everywhere? Right. Remember when it, they were just frozen for kids? Oof. Kids should not be the ones to have, to have all tots. The fun. I agree. You, so kids this should is a not topic. Be tots. This is a question for you. Do you like kid snacks, like kid foods? I know you have a very sophisticated. <gasps> no, I know you have a very sophisticated uh, prosciutto palate over there. But yep. I have to tell you what happened with Eric just before I left. He's like, well. Are you, does Eric like kids' foods? Because Eric and I have the same taste buds. I was going to say, you know very well what his taste. Yep, and I think he's right. I see him. So we have like a cabinet, uh, like down below that has like all the kids' cereal and the kids' like snacks and stuff for lunches. And I'm like, what are you doing in there? <laughs> he's like, there's nothing to eat. Like, how come? Like. You go grocery shopping, and then I'm like, there's an entire refrigerator full of vegetables, and he's looking at me like... Well, duh. That's not what he wants. He's looking at me like, how dare you? He wants, like, potato skins and chips and... He did not want a carrot or celery. Yeah. Well, then... Or... What, did you ask him what he wanted? What did he want out of the kids? I don't... I don't know. Like, I don't... The man eats Lucky Charms for breakfast. Like, I don't know what to do with him. Give him Lucky Charms. Do you and cheese for dinner? Yeah, craft. Yeah, craft, yeah. He really misses pasta since we moved in together. Ew, you don't make pasta. I did I did make it, but I made it in like a um instead of just like spaghetti with red sauce, I did chicken thighs in the instant pot. That sounds awesome. With um like peppers and onions and zucchini and eggplant (sighs) over top of the pasta. Yeah, that sounds phenomenal. But like I look at him and he's like, I'm done. I'm like, I'm sorry. He's in the vegetables. I'm like, excuse me. You just picked the chicken out and ate the spaghetti. <laughs> He's looking at me. God, thank God he loves me. I swear. <laughs> He's looking Poor at me. Like, Eric. She just wants like, a snack. He's like, I love her. I love her. I just want to live in my bachelor pad and drink my Miller Lite oh and eat my Oreos. <laughs> I'm sure he's not thinking that. No, not at all, no. Oh, goodness. But he really didn't eat the vegetables? Listen, if Eric's not going to eat I his ate vegetables. some of them. There were, he said there was too much zucchini. There, well, no it's summertime, thing. okay? There's, there's, there's an abundance. <laughs> we're eating local. We're eating to the seasons. Rachel taught me to yep. eat to the seasons. 
Oh, that's what I wanted to say. So while we're on the subject of tonight's July birthday baby Rachel's bash. coming. Yeah, exactly. So what I wanted to say was, you guys, if you've listened to some of our guest co-hosts or our mm-hmm. contributors, Rachel Jamison, uh, Laura Jump was on the show one yep, day. Yeah, Laura They'll, will be there tonight. Yep, they're coming out tonight, too. So Alex Mazo, our brand ambassador, will be there. Yep. Come meet your favorite Volume Up contributors. Yeah, um, I believe Phoenix. Oh, you know what? I meant to ask you earlier if Phoenix was going to come because I didn't know what to call him. uh, Well, Jordan, Phoenix, Spider, whatever you want. So um, he I texted him and he was like, that's everybody's party. It's like a I'm like, "Uh, okay, but the most important one. (laughs) Like, why is this even a question? We throw it. And he's like, no, it's like my sister's graduation party and my dad's birthday party. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, why do you got to do like? Now, Fine. I, now I feel bad. And he's like, I'll be there. And I'm like, no, no, no. I feel, he's like, I said I'll be there. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. So I think. Did you I go think, on tour yet? Yeah, they, they did uh, Iowa. They did Indiana. They did Iowa, his favorite his state. His favorite state. Um, but um, so, yeah, I'm going to, I think I'm going to invite the whole cast. <laughs> to Stop come. it. The whole cast of. Primal Man. Oh, my goodness. There you go. Right now, I'm going to text him. And I know definitely Jordan's coming. So if you didn't meet Jordan at the Food Truck Festival when we broadcasted live, uh, you can come out and meet him tonight. Yeah. And maybe he'll let you touch his abs. Hey. <laughs> I'll just make him. I'm his manager. He has to do what I say, right? Oh, that's nice, Leslie. <laughs> what? You really are a nice manager. I really? <laughs> yes. Let them touch your abs, okay? This is market research. <laughs> <laughs> He does have a great body. His body I is bought that. he is stacked. For sure. Mm. I don't know. On that note. Whatever. On that <laughs> note, if you want to look him up on Instagram since you want to know what we're talking about, uh you can find him at Spiderfit, S P Y D E R. And uh F I T. And tonight. Find and, him tonight. Yeah, come see him tonight. If you like a poster of his abs, just yeah. reach out to. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he'll take pictures. Oh, I'm sure he will. Yeah. Well, I'll take pictures. Oh, my God. So many pictures. Yes. So many pictures. I can't wait. My big face and all of them. <laughs> Your big face. My goodness. Well, we're going to go to break uh, just for a few minutes. And um, when we come back, we're going to keep celebrating. We got stuff to talk about. We got stuff to talk about. Charlie has got, she's got her notebook open. I do. I have a new obsession. She's ready to go. A new Netflix obsession. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to talk. Mm-hmm. Have you watched Handmaid's Tale yet? No. Uh. It's on Hulu, but... All right, we're going to go to break, and we'll be right back with Volume Up, the lifestyle radio revolution on Newstalk 1400 WOND and volumeuponline.com. Yee! This is Volume Up, the lifestyle radio revolution with Leslie Jesperson on Newstalk 1400 WOND. Welcome back to Volume Up. We are cruising through our Saturday afternoon, or if you're listening to the replay... Um, whatever day it is for you. And if you're just tuning in, you're an hour and a half late. Oh, I was waiting for you to say started. that. I, know, I forgot to say it at two. I really want to try and say it every week. Yeah, I think you should. Do you want to hear your horoscope? Yeah, mm, sure. Okay. I mean, I've read a couple different hour, vari- ho- oh, you var- have? variations. But Today? About like Lionsgate portal is open. Oh, we're not going to get that in depth okay. on you. That's, is, that's, that's Rachel's this just, area. This okay. is just astrology.com okay. for today. But it is, our, it is ours. Leo, you are running the risk of being on autopilot right now. You've got your routine. You know how to do things. And you know how you like them done. Now what? <laughs> that's a mouthful. Is this resonating for you? <laughs> is it? 
you need to get a bit of freshness into your life to do this start talking to new people get conversations Come going on. get con- really <laughs> get conversations going with total strangers you'll meet someone who teaches you something and changes one of your opinions there's an opportunity to expand your mind every day if you choose to open yourself up to it well this is perfect because i don't like talking to strangers and i'm going to be doing a lot of that tonight so yeah, we are. and i'm sure it's going to be awesome but my, I mean, even just, I think I've talked about this, like, in the new house with the neighbors and stuff, how Eric makes friends with everybody in three seconds. And I'm like, oh, my God, someone's coming this way. Hurry, get in and shut the door. They might say hi to me, you know? I, well, I'm the same way. Maybe it's because I don't really like small talk. I don't want to make small talk. I would rather not talk. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't. So if you approach me tonight and I don't answer, just kidding, I would never do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, <laughs> I think it's just that, uh, again, you know, growing up in the city I it's just been I have such street smarts and it's been ingrained in me to like you don't make eye contact you keep walking and that's how you stay safe mm, and you don't let people know you or know anything about you if you want to stay safe in that's the a city. good point I don't open my door for anybody oh, like no, for no. any reason no I feel like a freak sometimes because like growing up that was not the case like my mom would just we had people coming over all the time me I'd be like did you call Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Don't you <laughs> dare show up at my house just to say hi un- no. unannounced. No. Because first of all, I probably don't have pants on. And second of all, I don't know. Like, I don't. I probably have, like, laundry all over my couch. Yeah. And just, like, I. You're definitely not coming inside. No. Yes, can I help you? I'll be, like, peeking through the, the little blind. Or I'll just run to the other room. So they can- <laughs> I hide. Oh my god! I straight, like when people come around for the political things and they want to talk to you and like get. You gotta I, hide. You hide. <laughs> I've done it before in my kitchen because one of my doors is in my kitchen and one's in the living room. So like I've been. They in don't my, come to the kitchen door, do they? Yeah, that, they do because no. technically that's my front door. Really? Yeah, that's Anchorage Court. That's in, that door side is Anchorage. Don't give your address oh, on air, man. Not, you just gave listen, me nervous. It's a big street. They're Did gonna you have see to, my face? They would like, have <gasps> to come to every single one. We gotta edit that out. Oh my god, that the would 101, be one hundred one, one hundred two, one hundred seven, one. I'm just kidding. That would be a really, really dumb idea for anybody to ever try to get in my house. First of all, I've got cameras <laughs> everywhere in a security system. But second of all, you do not want to do that. <laughs> that would be really bad. Yeah. Well, no. I don't. I don't have any weapons. I mean, I'm the weapon. Anyway, um, but they'll like come to my door, and I'm in my kitchen, like chopping vegetables, and I'm like, uh, freeze, dive so- underneath something, I hide. <laughs> Who? Leave it and go. I don't even like opening. I don't like to get delivery. I don't like to get food delivered. What? Because I don't want to open the like want- Instacart. You don't want to. I. You know, I did Instacart one and I once, and I didn't like it. What's Instacart? It's basically like anything on demand. You can like send them to CVS. You can Stop. send them to Wawa. Or can you do, no, not Wawa, but they, they're on CVS, Acme. That's how Acme and Brigantine does like their, their home delivery thing is Instacart. Well, never getting home delivery from Acme and Brigantine. I wish they would go to Wawa because Wawa is like the one place I don't want to have to go in right now. Yeah. there's. I feel like there's, it's not Uber Eats. I don't know. Uh, well, uh, is it is it that would make me like even lazier and antisocial than I already am if I didn't have to go to Wawa? Well, I don't know. You know how I feel about Shoprite. I don't like to go to Shoprite. I don't ever want to go to Shoprite. Mm-mm. 
Um, but that's not what I was going to say. So yeah. Instacart, will they just bring you your stuff and then leave it? Mm-hmm. Really? Well, you They'll have to leave- like... You have to open the, the door. The one time, I don't know if it was just the delivery girl, but she was like, so I didn't know if this was a rutabaga or a turnip. And so like, got this. And she like texted me a hundred times. A lot of my friends deliver for Instacart, actually. It's like a good side hustle. We have it here? Mm-hmm. I had no idea. But I was like, girl, I was not prepared for this much social interaction right now. Like, can you just give me the bags and bounce? Like, I don't know if she was trying for a tip or what, but I was just like, all right now. Are we done here? Are we the done entire here? reason I did this like, is so I wouldn't yeah, have to do this. Exactly. Like, I would could have just gone to the store and talked to the checkout lady because in Brigantine, everybody's friendly. And I'm like, can we just beep, go, beep, go? Like, I'm realizing I have a problem. <laughs> No, I completely agree with you, which is why something like Instacart is so valuable, because I don't want to go in there, especially in Brigantine. Mm. I love Brigantine, but the sometimes the people in Acme, I feel like, especially, are so rude. Really? Yeah. I think they're too nice. You do? The people that work there? No! You mean just like the people who the walk people there. The customers? The pedestrians. The pedestrians. <laughs> the aisle pedestrians. What are you doing there? Well, they're not from here, so I don't know. They're on vacation. Are we, we not try gonna, not. Are we not we're gonna not going to say the word. We're not going <laughs> to say it because because Popo gets very upset. She does. She does. Oh, because she's not. Fr- is she not from here? She lives in Naples, Florida. She's. I wanted to ask her before she bounced if she yeah. still splits her time. She does. She's here till like uh, the end of September, beginning of October. Well, we wouldn't call her a shoebie, would we? I'd call her a snowbird. A snowbird, yeah. I but I like think she was a... telling me that like someone called her, someone used the word shooby in like a really derogatory term, and I don't, I don't like to use that in a derogatory way either, um, because I, they keep our economy, they're they're so very important to our economy and our tourism, and I'm very grateful for that, especially you know when I worked at a bar for so long. Mm. Um, I don't care where you're from or who you are, but just maybe look both ways before stepping into the street. Honestly, that's or knees to chest. Like, I want to see you making some hustle. If knees I'm to chest. <laughs> Start beeping your horn. If yeah, if I'm if I'm letting you walk in front of me, even though you don't have the right of way, mm. then like, let's go. You Let's know, I, I think that this is some. This is an attitude because I say shooby, and I try not to say it. Listen, I have like one time during the summer season where I just let it out my feelings about it, and then I don't. Right? Then I'm done with it. Then I'm, I'm getting like, there, but I'm trying not to. It's it's hard, but then you're like, all right, I'm not going to rag on them because we do need them, and we do appreciate them absolutely. People who come from out of town, mm-hmm. but I think that that's an attitude that we all fall into here. Yeah, and I, I think bit. we all need a little bit more, uh, myself included, like self-awareness and like forgiveness and grace and, you know, because we have one and a half million people in our market on the weekends in the summertime. Right. How lucky are we? Right. They feed us all year. How awesome. Yeah. And it's amazing. I remember very distinctly one time going to Borgata and it, I hope to God that this woman doesn't still work there. And if she does, I hope to God that her attitude has changed. But I remember going to Borgata a while ago, and this I was playing three-card poker with my mother. And this woman, this dealer, was like, oh, where are you guys from? And I said, here, like Atlantic City. And she was like, you are? Why would uh, you want? And she like went off. She was like, why? Why would you want to live here? And I just thought that it was so 
ungrate like so disrespectful number one i've i've had it's people act like that boggles my mind like you are getting a paycheck from working in this city Mm -hmm. you should absolutely you know whatever your feelings are when you work in a service industry like that like keep it to yourself Yep, and you absolutely should not be saying it to a guest in your. I don't care where they're from. Should not be saying it to Maybe a guest in your establishment. Maybe she thought that she could because you weren't a tourist. But you know what, though, if that's how you feel, then get out. Right? If you hate it that much that you can't imagine why anybody would want to live here, then don't live here. Yeah, I, I mean, we and we say that some people say that in the larger scale about the country. I don't necessarily say that, but I mean, really, if you think it's if you hate Atlantic City so much, then you don't need to live here and you don't need to get your paycheck from it. <laughs> You're not That's that all. right. That, was, right that, over. That, that little pause was Charlie dropping her mic. In case. Boom. <laughs> Can't drop this mic because it's hooked like an octopus. <laughs> it's a true story. You're funny. Whatever. So so you, I was watching your um, your Instagram stories last night. And I did too you much. were watching... Netflix, right? Yeah. This new obsession. Tell me about your new Netflix obsession. So I love crime. <laughs> I was going to say I she love loves crime. crime. I love crime. Let me rethink that. I like things that. She likes consuming <clears throat> true crime stories. I like weird people. Okay. I like people who are a little bit off. Okay. I like serial killers. I like women. I like this women on Snapped. Right. I like all that stuff. So Netflix has this, I don't think it's new, but it's called Girls Incarcerated. And it is about the Madison Juvenile Correctional Facility in Indiana. And it's these young ladies um, who are in juvie for a range of different things. Drugs, mm-hmm. robberies. I think one per, I think one girl was in there for killing somebody. Um but I was just totally captivated by it, and I was only awake long enough to watch one episode. But it just, it was captivating. And I, little backstory, I used to do residential counseling at Lighthouse in Mays Landing back when it was still Lighthouse. Okay. So I worked in a, an environment that was very much like that, right? It wasn't juvie. It wasn't, it wasn't jail. But these were young kids who, for all intents and purposes, could not leave. They were there lots of times because the court ordered them for drugs or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was just, it's a fascinating, fascinating show. If you've not seen it yet, go check it out. Girls Incarcerated. Um, but these, they're just, what touched me so much was they, they profile a couple of the girls every episode. And one of the girls that I watched last night, can't remember her name, but she was 15. And what they were saying about her was that she technically didn't need to be there anymore. Like her time was up. So once you finish your program, you're done and you can leave. But because she was a minor, because she was only 15, she has to be released into the care of her family. And her mom was just literally not coming to get her. Oh, like just this dude, this would kill me. And she this was would just... so at 15 years old was so the wisdom and, and profundity that I heard come out of this little girl just in her short time talking last night, I did not have that kind of awareness at 15 for sure. And so she was being interviewed and she just said, like, I'm here because my mom doesn't want to come get me. And, like, she says some awful things to me and she's done some awful things to me. But I just have to keep reminding myself that that's the monster talking. That's not her. And I was just like, oh, my God. My heart. I'm like... I'm like having can trouble swallowing ima- right now. Seriously, like, can you imagine? And as someone who has a daughter yourself, can you imagine just being like, "No, Aves, like, 
you're there for a little while because I got other things to do. I have drugs to do. I don't know. I don't. I don't know, and I'm not an addict, and I can't. I can't put myself in that situation. Um, but I do know that, like in my lowest of low points in my life, the only thing that kept me going was the fact that I have two children. Mm-hmm. Like that's like my sole purpose. If I do nothing else in my life, whether I like it or not, whether I plan, you know, whether you. That's the job that I was given above all else, you know, and that's, I didn't have, there's no choices in that. Right. There's no, when you're a parent, there's no choices. Right. You are, the choice has already been made. The the choice is you made the choice already. Right. (laughs) You made the choice and, and my role as mom is like above any other of my mental health or, or any other situation that I was in. Right. Right. That's your, that is your reason. That to is keep going. my reason. One million percent. As my a children remotely my life. caring, empathetic human being. Yeah. You, yes. Right? You, I mean, you're, you're that. I mean, there, there, yeah. you're, there are people who clearly, as Absolutely. she pointed out, who yeah. don't have that sense that it's the overriding concern in their life. Right. It's just interesting to me how, and seeing all these girls' stories last night, and especially this one was just the most heartbreaking because, you know, we look at them and it's like, how can we expect them to grow up? How can we expect them to grow up and be thriving adult, yeah, adults, adults in society? Who don't need help. How could we expect? Could you imagine at fifteen your mom just a? I, I, there's no way. Yeah, and then. I still need my mom all the time. Right. Exactly. And these are these Hi, are mom. just little girls. These are yeah. just babies. And they're grow and they are little girls who grow up into women who have drug problems. They are little girls who grow up into women who are in abusive relationships themselves because that's what they saw modeled. There are little girls who grow up into women who need help and what do and what do we as a society do for them? It's so so and and I wanted to also talk about Handmaid's Tale because yes it is it is entertaining and you have not seen it so it's based on a book and it's this society that's supposed to be in the future or maybe not or maybe not Mm. um where it's America basically it's called Gilead I've seen the first first season first six episodes oh my god it's so it's out there the and Cool. Population uh, was dwindling. Okay. And infertility was a problem. And and maybe I'm not describing this properly, but they created this society where there's a husband and a wife, and it goes back to like biblical models where the husband is the head of the household mm. and the wife is subservient, but they have a handmaid whose role is to produce children for them. So the wife wouldn't have to do it. The wife could not. The wife, the wives were infertile. Oh. Or as you come, you know, like the men are really the ones who, you know, but. They just want to. Yeah. Th- it's, you learn yeah. that the, in, the, in the first few episodes, like it's, 
Exactly what you would think if you were joking about having a toxic man masculinity show. Like, you've gone back to old school. It's, Men rule everything. Women are subservient in every like way. they're wearing the cat, like, the clothing. Yeah. I'm telling you, Charlie, start watching it. But you get into season three, and with the way that the world is right now, sometimes it's just not so entertaining to watch because oh, you're like, that's scary. Mm, yeah. This, like, could very well happen. Like, this, but so, so June, who is the the protagonist for to call her nothing else um she was ripped away from her actual husband and child hmm. and put into this society <gasps> As to bear made. children oh. as many other there are yeah i got oh chills God. just because like going through like i'm telling you every episode you're just sitting there like what did i just watch like I'm bawling my eyes out. Really? And you watch she's an incredible actress. It, Who like, is you it? Can, Do you know? God, what's her name? I don't know. She's, I'm sure uh, I've she's, seen it a million times yeah. her name. So but she is just like you can see in her face when things happen and mm. she like switches. Like she she loses it. Like her eyes. Just as a trained actor, I'm like, You are amazing. Oh my like gosh. she's just Oh, I, I do want to watch it. You now. have to. That's just exciting. So this is the first time we've really talked about it. In depth. And they they name them from. So her name is June Osborne, but the commander, the the husband, the head of household. Mm-hmm. If his name is Joseph, her name is now of Joseph. <sighs> like she belo- she is of owned Joseph. by him. Can you imagine? No, no, can't. So the novel is uh, by Margaret Atwood, and I have not read the book because I'm a, I'm not a book reader. You know, I just don't have that much time in my life. Um, Could you do audiobooks? Yeah, yeah, I do. do you, you know, like I do podcasts, but I also like you have a nice commute to work. Yeah, and not from, all that nice. I've lengthy. You have lengthy, so you have time to um right to do that i really i really don't no you don't that sounds fascinating though it's it's just elizabeth moss is her oh, name oh yes absolutely and, know uh, who that is. alexis Bled, uh, bladell from, oh yeah from gilmore girls she's don't in they win, doesn't handmaid's tale win awards like every year oh i'm i'm sure that's that's i'm showing her a picture of elizabeth moss yeah yep totally can but, see it what else Ooh. it's intense you got if you guys watch handmaid's tale did you say or, it's on hulu it's on hulu i i can add you to my account if you want if you don't have hulu yeah that'd be awesome I'll add you. do you need netflix i can share my netflix I, with you i share i use my brother's netflix because okay. i'm 30 because <laughs> i'm 30 pay it forward yeah <laughs> my best friend uses my netflix so i am technically paying if i love when i log on and i'm like the hell is he watching? Well, don't they have different profiles? He uses mine. I don't know why he doesn't make his oh. own. <laughs> My kids try and use mine sometimes because they like to watch Bob's Burgers and they would like <laughs> Hulu won't let them uh, on the on the kids station. Watch so, Bob's so, Burgers. Yeah, is it bad? It's not, it's not bad, but it's not. I don't know. I'm probably it's not a kid show. It's, it's not, not a kid show. It's a cartoon, kid, though. Isn't My it? kids watch it. I don't know. It's. I'm gonna say this. It has really helped my son with his social really? interactions because he's learning sarcasm and mm. he's learning joking, like he's learning banter and yeah. jokes. Like, I don't know if you saw my Facebook, 
what he said when I was going to my meeting. He's like, don't let anybody screw you over. Like, he's picking up He's learning nuance. He's learning nuance from shows like this. And it's just like how... Um, how when immigrants come to America and you ask a lot of them how they learn English is mm. from watching sitcoms. Yeah, good point. You know? Yep. So at first, no, I d- you know, at least it's not like Archer or like an adult or adult swim cartoon. Like I would not let him watch that. But I do let them watch. First of all, he loves to cook burgers now, so he's cooking dinner. <laughs> so there's that. So there's that. Um, but he's learning you know, and he's learning social having, skills. He's learning social skills that he might not pick up because he doesn't fit in with the popular crowd at school or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, just let him know that the popular crowd in school right now is going to be bald and fat and divorced <laughs> and, at his ten year reunion. <laughs> just let him know, but it's and coming, he, and he doesn't even care. <laughs> he doesn't. You know what I mean? Like, so I let the kid watch Bob's Burgers, and it's. You should. That's a good show too. Bob's Burgers. Yeah, I I love the characters. I love Linda. really. Mm-hmm. Have you watched it? I'm not a big TV show person. It's hard for me to like get into a TV show that comes. I try, but it usually happens if it's on like a Netflix. I'm more of like a miniseries person. Yeah. Um, I loved the staircase. This is about murder again. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Sorry, I love murder. <laughs> Whatever. Didn't you study psychology in college? I or did. Something? That's what my degree is in psychology, well, yeah, so. and I studied serial killers. That was one of my classes that I took. I took a whole class on serial killers. Well, there you go. Explained so much, and we got to write to them in jail. What? I got extra credit for communicating with the serial killer in jail because part of it was like if we could get, um, if we could contact the police departments and get like files from them. My my professor was writing a book. Ah. So, so basically what he was having us do with his, his, his research, research yeah. right, but it worked. And my dad at the time, I think was, I don't know if he was still a detective or if he was a sergeant then or whatever, but I asked my dad to call the bureau in California where my serial killer was and he didn't. So I got like all the reports and some of the autopsy stuff. <sighs> it was crazy. Dear psychopath. Yeah. When you were deboning that woman, how did you fillet her? <laughs> What are you oh, at? Like, I've he got mostly, to be... yeah, he was picking women up on the side of the road and just like and just killing them in California in the seventies. And you actually got to find out, like, sort of in a psychological way, like, get in his head, like, how, why, who, where. I don't think I, I don't think he. I know I asked how and why. I don't think he answered. Right. I, it was a lot. It was kind of a while ago. I graduated college in two thousand nine. Right. Um, but I don't think that he answered. Right. I think he was just kind of like, hey, somebody wrote me. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird, but it was such a cool experience. Would be neat. Yeah, I mean that's why I watch. It. I mean not just because it's funny, but I watch comedians' cars getting coffee because I'm fascinated. We with, started watching that right? last night. I'm fascinated with the with comedians together, how they talk about comedy, how comedy breaks yes. down, how they think about putting sets together. That all. It's the as third a, time I've heard yeah. it in two days. I got to watch it now. Really? You yeah. Do. It's it's all. I mean, I, I mean, I'm a huge Seinfeld fan to begin with. I just think he's brilliant. So, hearing yeah. his just hearing his insights alone. It's so good, and Michelle Tomko loves loves Seinfeld oh, too. Oh, I love her. You oh, do? She was I on the do, show yeah. a few weeks ago. Oh, was she? Yeah, oh, I love she was our guest. Co-host. Is she coming tonight? No, she has a gig. She, I did oh. talk to her. She's a break a leg, Michelle. We love you. Yeah, her. yeah. Switch says hi. Um, you know what I wanted to say, or what I wanted to ask you, and we'll have to do to be continued. So last week we were taught we had Ashley Gordon on the show, 
Mm-hmm. And we did something a little different before the show, right? Yes. We prayed before the show. So that was That's pretty woo. We've never done that before. Mm-hmm. We didn't do it today. Um, but I'm interested to see because normally when we finish the show, I have to go home and take a nap. Me too. We are exhausted. So we're like putting our energy out um, for two straight hours. It's a lot. And it's a lot. And at mm-hmm. first I didn't realize it. Um, but... So Ashley did this uh, prayer, for lack of better words, you know, just asking to protect our energy. And it was a lot of like manifestation talk, like speaking as if things were present, like we have energy and we are putting out, you know, and um, I almost want to ask her to like write that for because I'm not good at that kind of thing. So we can do um, it. Yeah. And, and so what was cool about it was we did it last week and neither one of us needed a nap we felt after. felt great. Yeah. Neither will be without yeah. to eat lunch afterwards. And I didn't go home and take a nap. Uh-uh. And I went out that night and I didn't even need it. Did you need it? No. I'm interested to see if we need it now. I it's need not going to happen. I need it now. Did you she do. do anything I about mean, our haunted building? What? <laughs> no. This is more like a happy, okay. happy, uh, happy spiritual. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's that? Oh, yeah. Why would we? No, no depressing spiritual stuff. I think our spirits are happy here. My spirit's happy spirits. here. My spirit's yeah. Oh, you mean like this place is haunted? Yeah, in theory. In theory. Ooh. What do you- I'll show you some stuff Audra and I did after. A oh, seance? Man. All right, no, Linda. No. Uh, we got to bring Linda in here. Oh. Yeah. Linda Shields in here. <gasps> That'd be fun. Another former client. Can yeah. we do that? Yeah. She. I, it's just a matter of syncing our schedules. Let's so. sync it away. All right, Linda. I'm coming in. Well, um, yeah. we are winding down this episode number 13 of Volume Up, the Lifestyle Ooh, Radio 13. Revolution. Come out and see us tonight at uh, on Tennessee Avenue for the July Baby Birthday Bash. Celebrate Charlie's birthday, my birthday, your birthday if you're a July baby. We still have um, some spots open to please register. We want to give you something, um, but we need your name. Yeah. And we'll see you starting at 8 o'clock tonight, and we'll see you Next week on Volume Up, the Lifestyle Radio Revolution on News Talk 1400 WOND.